The third step is rapport. So empathy is what you feel when you are trying to understand where somebody else is coming from. Rapport is where they feel it back. They see that you are making the effort to understand and that you are understanding. Again, doesn't have to be agreeing, but you are making the effort to respect what they are saying. Even if it's absolute lunacy, you are making the effort to respect what they're saying. And this, this might make you angry. Maybe you're like, yeah, I don't have to respect what they're saying if they're a murderer. And yeah, if the police can get them and take them to jail, yeah, you don't have to, you shouldn't have to. The justice needs to be served. But if you're in a situation that they have people hostage, you gotta figure out a way to make this work. Otherwise people are gonna get hurt or die. That's something that's so amazing about how this works is you can extrapolate it down into everyday scenarios and it makes for much richer relationships. It reminds me a lot of Imago therapy. I think I'm saying that correctly. Imago therapy is a couples therapy technique that strives to turn conflict into opportunities for healing. Sounds a lot like a negotiation. So rapport is when they start to feel it back and this is when they start to trust you. And what's talked about in the book a lot is as you're working this behavioral staircase model of influence, you wanna be listening for a couple magical words and some magical phrases or words are yes, or that's right, or that's correct, or exactly. When people start saying these things, that's when you know that the rapport is forming. They are seeing that you get where they're coming from. And slight caveat, your right is different than that's right. Think of this, like if you're having a, uh, an argument with someone or a, converse, a heated conversation and they just say, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're right. What, what does that feel like? What does that sound like? That's, you say that when you're ready to be done, you're, you're done listening. The other person is done listening to you. Yeah, you're right, fine, you're right. Okay, yeah, you're right. Now contrast that with, that's right. That's right. Now you're, you're together, you're together. And again, this doesn't mean agreement, it means seeing each other. And that reminds me of a quote from the 13th century poet Rumi. I think that's how you say it, Rumi. And the quote is, out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. We all want to be right. We're all, we all believe we're right. It seems like it's deeply connected to our ego that what we think, what we feel, what we believe is, is right. Because we think about it. We live it. We've lived it. And unfortunately, that's not going to match up with every single person that we encounter. Everyone's had different experiences, different lives that have brought them to the point where they're at. And sure, maybe, maybe you've never had a bad experience with koalas before, but maybe someone's whole family was mauled by koalas and that's why they don't like koalas. And they have a good reason to not like koalas. You think they're friendly? They've seen otherwise. <laughs> are koalas dangerous? Are koalas dangerous to humans? Don't they have herpes? Isn't that, isn't that basically what 
the only thing they can do wrong to koalas or to humans? Are koalas dangerous, Google? Koalas in general are not dangerous unless they feel threatened. If they are stressed or scared by a human, they can chase them up to a long distance and then bite and scratch them with the help of their long, sharp front teeth and sharp claws. All right, so I don't think my koala murdering a whole human family thing is real, which I didn't want it to be. Cool. Dude, they do have some fangs though. Holy shit. Oh, that's Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> the internet!